You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello and welcome, spiritual trailblazers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And as I love to start each and every podcast, please think of something to be grateful for each and every day because there is something to be grateful for. We just have to look. So take a few steps back, take a deep breath, exhale, look around, and I guarantee you, you will find something that will help you to express the art of gratitude. So if you have any questions about today's podcast, you can do it one of two ways. You can go to my Instagram page, which is Tia underscore Johnson underscore, and you will see an image there with the new podcast alert, and you can post your comment down there. Or if you want it to be a little bit more personal, you can go to my Facebook spiritual group, which is Spiritual and Empowerment Living, and you'll see the same post there. It's an image. You can uh, write your comment or question below in the group. There are wonderful trailblazers, so they will respect your com- your comments or questions. They may even answer it for you. So that's how you can uh, let your voice be heard. August is what will be your legacy month. And this isn't my favorite month because it's my birthday, although I do consider my birthday a holiday. Um, August is my favorite month because you know, creating your legacy is so important, okay? It really, truly is. And that's what we will be discussing throughout the month. You know, creating our legacy is all about never giving up. That what means, what's the purpose? What is the means? What is, what is your why? Why are you doing what you're doing, okay? So it's all about leaving our mark. So wherever we go, that's what we want to do. That's why we spray perfume when we go to a party, you know, we're leaving our mark. That's why we make sure we look a certain way because we want to be rememberable or we want to be memorable. So keep that in mind. It's super important. Before I get into today's topic, creating your legacy with Marlon McDermott, creator of The Walnut Club, I want to remind you to check out the blog. Okay, so last week's blog was all about nighttime rituals that make your evenings more magical. So if you want to create a legacy, you got to do it right. And it starts with how you treat yourself the night before so you can wake up feeling luxurious. So check that out. This week's podcast, or excuse me, blog is all about the green drink. So I got into making green drinks. Um, you get to see how I break down that whole process. It's super beneficial for you. So check it out. 
you will not be disappointed. I am loving this process. All right. All you have to do is go to blog.tiamariejohnson.com and get the goods on that green drink elixir, as I like to call it. So uh, before I introduce you to uh, Marla, I want to tell you how we met briefly. So we are part of a online group called B-School, which is by Marie Forleo, and B stands for business. And she is all about helping entrepreneurs get to where they want to be in life so they can live a life that they truly love. Um, I had a lot of great um, connections from that group. And Marla was definitely one of them. So we connected that way. We also went to the same school. We went to LaSalle University. So shout out Blue and Gold Explorers. <laughs> and so Marla told me about a club called the Walnut Club. And I have to tell you guys, this is an amazing club. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a member. I'm saying that because I truly gained so much from being involved with the women of Walnut. So the Walnut Club is a group of professional driven striving for excellence in all facets in our lives. Okay, so these are wonderful women, guys. We are the Walnut Club offers more than just a business network. We offer a community of like-minded individuals bolstering each other's lives, careers, and dreams. No longer are the men's club the past of prominent institutions in which to connect, learn, and grow. The Walnut Club is a preeminent social and professional club for women independently who are strong and work well together because we are great. So, Marla, thank you for coming on the show today. Well, thank you, Tia, for having me. And when you were mentioning um, what are we grateful for, like start with gratitude. Like I am very grateful to be featured on your podcast. I'm humbled. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. I mean, I have, guys, <laughs> I have a laundry list of benefits from uh, being in a Walnut Club. One is um, the book launch venue. So I am like a crazy mad woman when it comes to hosting an event, and one of the things that drives me up the wall is finding a venue. Marla recommended that to me. Marla has connected with me with other um, professionals in the city. I mean, just the events alone that Marla hosts really just provides a platform to build authentic relationships, not just a, hi, my name is Jane, and here's my business card. You know, you really get to build great relationships with women who are trailblazers. They're making uh, waves in lots of places. Yeah, that's, that has been my, that's a dream come true. Everything you're saying is based, feels, warms my heart. It feels <laughs> with such joy, truly. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. So tell us, how did the concept of the Walnut Club come to be? So um, I guess maybe four years ago, I, um, started my entrepreneurial journey. And um, like many entrepreneurs, what I started then, um, I, I've changed the concept of that business model. But um, I had this business idea and um, I really, I struggled to find a network of women to help me bring that idea to fruition. And I joined every women's group, networking group in Philadelphia that I could. But my experience was I felt like they were all the same. 
they all pretty much to me felt like just a business card exchange where you would follow up with a cup of coffee, meeting someone. And then it kind of ended there. And I felt, and I think perhaps this came from our experience Tia from the B school community, which is that I wanted to have, um, have access to tools and resources and information and share information with each other and share best practices and maybe be a part of a mastermind. And I wanted just to feel more of a sense of a, be, be a part of a more of a supportive community more than just a, a business card exchange. And I, I felt also at the same time that this is something that men have had since the beginning of time, men have always known the importance of building relationships and continuing those relationships and and hooking each other up with things. Men hook each other up with opportunities, with introductions, with resources. And women have historically been a little close to the chest. They, they you know, and I don't know why that has been the case, but um, it has held us back as women. So I thought, well, that's a, that doesn't exist of, of like sort of like the men's circle um, in Philadelphia. So I wanted, I felt that there was a huge void. And I met other women on, on that journey who, through all these networking groups I joined who felt the same way. So I said, well, I have this idea of creating a, um, this private club and with being a private club and not a networking group is that if um, yeah, there's an application process, um, it's, it's all about bringing the, the women uh, who are very, uh, very diverse and very like-minded together in one network where um, we also the application process allows us to screen out women who are strictly looking for other women to sell to. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've been there at networking events where you've been cornered by women trying to sell you their programs or sell you their products or sign you up for something. And this is not what this club is about. And um, so other women I've met were like, yeah, this sounds great. Like I would love to be a part of a community that does more and serves women on a much deeper level than just a business card exchange. So um, that's how the Walnut Club that I have a name and I loved how it is. Um, gender neutral and uh, Walnut is, as you and I know, Tia is a big, there's a Walnut street in Philadelphia. It's a, it's a prominent street, but mm -hmm. it goes beyond, we can, that name can be universal. And um, in any city, there could be a Walnut club. And the Walnut tree is, is in itself represents um, wisdom and knowledge. So we are all about sharing our wisdom and knowledge with each other and the women of Walnut. Yeah, I, I love that. Community is everything, and I am all about symbolism. So, yeah, that that is just a nice um, amount of authenticity and women who want to take it to the next level. And, you know, this is what we stand for, understanding the need and answering that call. It's, just, it's the right mixture of things that we truly need. And I love that it came together so nicely. And also that people are willing to embrace the Walnut Club and the Walnut Club is willing to say, okay, this is exactly what we stand for. And whenever we are truly clear about something, things just start to fall in line, even though we still have to put the work into it, <laughs> but it, it's, it falls into line. And I love that. So I want to uh, also talk a little bit about um, the, the Walnut Club avatar. So the, the woman who is part of the Walnut Club, you were just saying earlier that, you know, we have an application process. So can you talk a little bit more about that woman? Because I know that we were um, discussing women who were in transition. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually we just, my, the board and I just did an exercise this week about who is the Walnut Club woman as we, as we enter our third year. Um, we are trying to offer more services and we not trying, we are offering more services and resources and we want to get more clear about, you know, we have over hundred members and, um, they're all diverse, but they're, and they're all amazing and interesting and interested. And, um, so what makes, who is this Walnut Club woman? And, um, we found some of the commonalities that are, um, she's curious and, um, she is, understands the importance of inclusivity and diversity, and um, she's driven and ambitious, and she understands the importance of surrounding yourself with like-minded women who, are all, who understand that it's all about lifting each other as we climb and that we're all in this together, and um, how we all can, you know, we have a leadership focus with the Walnut Club and how we all can learn from each other, whether you're an executive of a company or you're an administrative assistant, like everyone can, uh, or a millennial that's a whiz with social media, which I'm not, like we all can, everyone brings something different to the table and we all can share and learn and grow together. Um, that's, that's, that's basically it. Awesome. And what were some of the, the hurdles that you had to overcome when you were getting the WANA club together? Uh, one of the hurdles is something we continue to struggle with, which is ex- def- def- defining what it is and why we're different, because Philadelphia especially is saturated with women's organizations. So why would I want to join another organization that's for women when there's so many? And um, it's really that, and we continue, and it's a it's a good problem to have, just like, because it keeps, ha- it forces us to keep growing as an organization, to keep um, expanding what we offer and keep getting more clear about what it is that we do, what differentiates us and what, um, what makes us so special and different and unique and why it benefits you to become a member and invest, make that investment in yourself by becoming a member. That's awesome. And what I like are the, the monthly get togethers and there are some get togethers that are open to non-members that way they can get to know the club. But can you talk a little bit about the, the coffee meetups and the brunches? Yeah, so we offer with our membership um, fee, and, then, and that's another thing, is our business model is totally different than any other, any other organization where you pay a flat fee for membership, but it, it's inclusive of all of our events, right? So um, you just pay, you just show up to things you want to come to, and um, we offer a couple events a month, and which, which you've mentioned, which is we have a, a members-only brunch once a month. We do a um, coffee meetup once a month. We, we partner with other women's organizations, and so that way we, we expand the, um, I think we have an average of 30 women that show up once every, the last Friday of every month. And they just meet women from, from the other women's networking organizations. So it allows for um, a great like speed networking opportunity. And, um, and we, all, we do like at least one evening event that's a speaker event or um, workshop series or something else that we, yours, there's no shortage of events and, diff- and a variety of events with the club. Nice. So for um, the woman who wants to create their legacy, whether it's a club or maybe they want to leave their job and start their own business, what are some of the tips that you can give her? Trust your instincts. I think the biggest hurdle had was, for me personally was 
trusting in myself and, and you are more, far more capable than you think you are. Mm. So um, just really um, trusting yourself. The second one would be pay attention to what you resist, right? Because they say that behind what you resist most is exactly what you need to learn or what, or where you're going to be leaving your legacy. That's like, that's just, that's how you're going to differentiate yourself or that's going to be the magic behind it. So it's, you know, for me personally, I, for example is I always struggled with uh, my writing and I've always struggled with being a public speaker. And I'm just now realizing that that's actually where probably my legacy will lie is sharing my voice through writing and uh, being on stage and being a speaker and um, sharing my experiences and being a, hopefully being like a lighthouse for other women and um, inspirations just to, just to share my through sharing my story my struggles helping other women realize that they they too can can create their own legacy as long as they just have the confidence in themselves and which is something that women really struggle with but um, as long as they just have like you know a little a little whisper inside of them that can they, they understand that actually they can they have the power to turn that whisper into like a, a loud voice and that's like the importance of being around being in a community just surround yourself with women that will help you gain that confidence and then get the stronger mindset to help you establish and grow your legacy. Yeah, that's exactly why community is everything because you are the, some of the people who you hang out with on a daily basis. That's, that's the truth. It's been proven time and time again. You, you tend to morph it to the people <laughs> you see the most and, and hang out with the most. So that's truly important. And those are some great tips. I know for me, I started off as, as a blogger and I had no intention on really going beyond that. I was fine <laughs> behind the computer, but, you know, there's a need there. And, you know, it's just about answering the call. Like you said, having a car office and that takes time. So that's, that's very um, beautiful because that is something that a lot of women need to hear, especially and and to know that you really do need to trust yourself. You are more powerful than you realize, and it just shines through each and every time. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, I, there's that great, there's that great like Wonder Woman, which a lot of women, my friends, have seen. And there's like a big theme of that was that, uh, you know, Diana Prince was just she had she was far more capable and and stronger and she had way, way more abilities than she even realized and she, as the movie progressed she was able to tap into that right and, and grow into that and realizing wow I have I have who knew I had this within me and we all do we all are Wonder Woman in our own way yes totally yeah and it's it is something how sometimes all we need is just that trigger like oh boom and then our powers are released and we can speak on stage and we can host an event and we can write and, you know, get women together at a location and connect with each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It affects someone else's life or helps someone else in their journey or um, we all have a gift to share, right? And it's just a matter of find, tapping into it and nurturing it. Awesome. So, what is the the forward-going vision for Walnut Club? Um, so it's really helping women on, like, the events are great. We've, we've been, uh, we're entering our third year. So for the first two years, we've hosted events, and we, we've gotten um, attention, and we've made connections for women through our events. But the next 
phase of the Walnut Club is to really help women on the deeper level, help them with mindset and um, with their confidence and leadership and all of the deep rooted, um, helping them break through the limiting beliefs and connecting them to coaches and um, uh, everything from improving their LinkedIn profile to helping them get clearer about the kind of um, job they want for themselves or how they can change improve like if they're in the corporate world we'll help them redefine a, a different job for them or if they want to make that transition and become an entrepreneur we want to be able to offer them resources and tools to make that transition mm -hmm. uh, at, at any stage a woman's going through we want to be able to be a resource for that woman and offer something for her we're also doing in a library um a learning library where we want to offer like do a crowd crowdsourcing of like tell us your favorite books and we will list them on this site. What books have actually had an impact and influence on you? Um, so I mean, these are the tools and resources that, that like I really wanted to be able to offer when I first started the club, but I just didn't have, just wasn't able to, but now that we've grown, it's exciting to be able to take it to the next level and help women with more enrichment. Mm -hmm. So I, you mentioned that uh, you collaborate with other women's groups and, you know, other companies. So for the woman who's looking to collaborate, how can they approach someone? Like what would be some of the the words or introductions they can say to get that conversation started? Um, so first thing is, yeah, so number one is having that curiosity. And that's what we mentioned earlier is that if you, if you have that curiosity of, well, maybe this, maybe there's an opportunity to, to partner in that and, and approach someone with that same curiosity of like, hey, I have this idea or what do you, you know, I'd love to get to know you. Maybe we can have coffee and find out more about each other. Because I think what the club is we're educating women on is that um, it's all about cooperation and collaboration and not competition is just a self-imposed belief, like a competi competition is, is a false belief, right? It doesn't exist. It's like, is this only if we, if we decide to, to look at each other's competition, but if we just look at every opportunity as a way to collaborate and how we can make ourselves, we all do something a little different. And if we can partner, then we all can exponentially grow and do bigger and do more and be more successful. So it's coming, approaching women with that attitude of, hey, you know, like, let's learn about each other, how we're different, how we can partner on this and how we can grow it to be even bigger so that we can make a bigger impact. And, um, and that's something that, and that's another struggle that we've had in the beginning, which is when we were going, approaching other women's groups and, and, and just educating women on this, it's like a new foreign concept to, <laughs> you know, not, and not to compare yourself with other women because you all have our own journeys. And um, so it's, it's I'm I'm slowly I just had a conversation yesterday with another a president of another woman's group and and we're just starting to have those I mean we've been having these conversations but now it's starting to come to fruition because it's a new concept these other women because everyone's been so siloed they've been in their own women's groups and there's been mm -hmm. so like what we do and no one else has approached them and said hey um let's work together on this event because we can invite our list you can invite your list and together we can, it'll take the half as much work and we can have twice as much of an impact. And everyone's mm. like, oh, I never, I never thought of that before. <laughs> like I should have had a V8. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it's all about, it's all about cooperation and it's exciting. It's exciting. It's like anything else in life. It, even when the artists come together and they collaborate, it's fascinating and interesting. And it's just 
necessary for no matter what industry you're in to, to look for partners to collaborate with. And that's a really great point because, yeah, artists collaborate all the time. And yet when it seems like in business, you know, we get a little like, I don't know if I should do this because what if they steal my idea? What if I end up doing most of the work? And it's just like, you know, sometimes you just have to take that calculated risk or you'll never know. Yeah, and also in the beginning is set those expectations because we've high eyes that have had that experience where I've, everything's a learning experience. So it's going forward, it's, oh, well, we both really need to be clear in the beginning and define what each person's party is going to be doing and bring into the table so that, so that one person isn't stuck doing all the work. And yeah, so it's, it's clearly defining the responsibilities and goals um, in the beginning, which will set you up for success down the road. Absolutely. So I, I have read a lot of articles about um, entrepreneurs and other business owners, even career people who get up three, four o'clock in the morning and they start their day and, you know, they, they will work out, they will meditate, they eat their breakfast, they'll do something else. So what's a typical day for Marla? <laughs> That's a terrible question because I'm terrible. I mean, it's, um, I, I, there's what I wish I would do. Meditate. Like that's what I would love to do. But reality is I get out with my husband at like 7am and we have coffee out back. We sit on our patio and have coffee with our dog. And, um, and I do, I journal every morning with my gratitudes and that, that's how I start my day. And then I go on Facebook and, you know, get caught up with, with the world and news and, um, and then I just go right to my, I work out of my house. So I go upstairs to my office and I pretty much like hide in my office until I have an event to attend. Uh, <laughs> but I like to, um, I'm working towards include, I actually bought a meditation candle, candle yesterday, as a matter of fact. So I do um, want to start, I know I need to start uh, having more me time and meditation and self-care. I have, and will start incorporating that into my plan because I just actually hired an assistant this week. So it's going to, going to help free up that time to invest more in myself. Absolutely. It's, it's funny because I know some days I like to stay in bed. <laughs> I love that you said, sometimes I just wake up and I have coffee with my husband and I go on Facebook. I listen to so many motivational videos that are just like, you got to get up at 5 a.m. You know, you got to get a jump start. And I'm thinking, that's great. But what if one day I just don't want the jump start? <laughs> what if, you know... In, in the midst of creating my legacy, I'm just like, hey, okay, I'm going to take a little bit longer to eat breakfast today. And I think that it's awesome to figure out what works for you. And what I have noticed is that it's so easy to get caught up in a schedule that we think works for us because we had to, of course, you know, build our legacy. And we see memes like, oh, while you were watching Game of Thrones, I was working. And it's just like, it's an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's one hour. Right. <laughs> and it was one hour that you really enjoyed, that you really, um, and, and right, because everyone's lifestyle is also different, whereas I'm out all the time. I'm out almost every night of the week with networking, hosting my own events, or attending other people's events and getting myself out there. So the thought of uh, so I'm going to bed late, right? So the thought of getting up at five in the morning doesn't really work for my lifestyle. Um, it's a great idea. I highly encourage it, but I would guarantee you those same people that are promoting that are also going to bed at like nine o'clock at night. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
and they probably have a what five person team that can handle so yeah. much more. <laughs> yeah, answering those emails and right, so they can just hone in on being hone in on their zone of genius. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So don't beat yourself up, okay? If if you're uh, like, oh my gosh, I've been watching this. Don't worry about it, okay? So. Mm-hmm. Um, any upcoming events you want to tell the listeners and uh, let them know where to find you? Right. So we have great question. We have a calendar of events on our site. It's uh, walnutclub.org is our website. And um, to look for our calendar of events, it's walnutclub.org slash events. And we post all of our upcoming events there. Um, this month, it's actually sold out. It's, uh, well, I don't even I have to post that it's sold out. It's at the Ritz-Carlton. So we were having we have complimentary events for, like, as we mentioned in the beginning for our members and our, and their first time guests. Um, so we have to limit it as well because we, we can't, we don't have the same women coming back as guests. We ask them to, to make a decision whether they want, whether or not they want to join um, and become members. So that's at the Ritz Carlton and it's a yappy hour actually where people can bring their dogs and it goes to a dog proceeds go to a dog charity, a dog rescue service, which is wonderful. And um we're doing a day at the pool on August 13th and um, we have just lots of events. Um, we have like two events a month, two to three events a month. It's all on the website that anyone can check out and, and register for if you're local, if you're from Philly, we'd love to meet you. So just um, RCP online. I'm so excited. I will be at the Yappy Hour. My friend is getting married on the 13th, so I won't be at the pool party. Yeah. I was so upset. I was so excited. I'm like, oh. I guess I go to one of my closest friends' wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we, I am. With the club, it's just, you know, we just, we just decided we, we were just making it up as we go along, which is exciting. So we mm-hmm. do that event, like, oh, let's just go to this friend's estate that has a pool and it's, it's a magnificent estate. And um, we have over 25 women that are signed up for it. You know, I thought maybe we'd so awesome. yeah. know what's going to appeal to people. Right. And it's been interesting and fun. Awesome. Well, I cannot wait for the yappy hour because I love dogs and I like going to the Ritz Carlton. So, okay. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thank you again so much, uh, Marla, for coming on here and telling us about your legacy and providing tips for people who are on, are, are on the path of creating their legacy, which we all are. So. Yeah, we all are. Well, Tia, thank you so much again. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. So everyone, please have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and please rate. So I will talk to you guys soon. And again, have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. 
You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA.